couple of vidgets, your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we talk about the television show Supernatural. I am your host, Dan, and with me, as always... is his wife, Penny. Hey, Penny, how you doing today? Well, pretty good. Oh, come on. You got a new toy to play with today. A new dryer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know that... Oh, you buy an appliance for a woman. That That's just... Women love appliances, right? <clears throat> yeah, anything to help them do more housework. <laughs> no, come on. I, I much prefer uh, clothes out of the dryer than off the line. Not in the summertime. Uh, there's not enough wind around here, though. The clothes come out all hard and stiff. That's... I went through a stiff clothes phase, but now that I put on weight again after the COVID, I'm over it. <laughs> I need soft and floofy clothes. Once I lose weight again, then I'll be back back into my hard clothes phase. Well, I guess you should have been doing some walking this summer then. I should have. I, yeah, no doubt. I was just uncomfortable fattening my hard clothes. Oh, Jesus. Sanded me. Sanded uh, my belly down. It didn't help much. Yeah, well, Harley Quinn wants you to take her for a walk, so you can do that this fall. Oh, Harley, we should probably go for a walk. We could probably go for one after we record this. Even. Cool. She heard her name. She's perking up. Oh, no. Season 2, Episode 11, Playthings, is what we watched today. Uh, the recap at the beginning was very psychic heavy. It seemed to d- deal a lot with that with Sam. Yeah, it had a lot to do with Ava, what happened to her and her disappearance. And, and um, the whole thing of... What John told Dean that he might have to kill Sam if Sam goes dark side. So the episode opens up at the Parapone Inn? Pier Pier Point Inn. Pier Point? Yes, Pier Point. Okay, Pier Point Inn. And uh, there's some dude, looks like a collector of some sort, grabbing some kids' toys. There's a girl there on the uh, kind of a ledge. It's a large house. It's like a big mansion thing that's been converted into an inn and you see a girl talking about her box of toys to another girl and how this dude was taking them and they were bummed out about it um go into we see a room then filled with spooky doll stuff and that one girl then is playing with her dollhouse and like the doll vanishes in the house and then the doll is at the bottom of the stairs with its neck backwards and then We hear the mother that was giving away this girl's toys. By the way, why is his mom giving away the girl's toys? That's mean. Well, she said it was going to... um, It's like Goodwill. It was going to Goodwill. That's ridiculous. That house was full of collector's items. Well, I'm sure it wasn't the collector that I was going. Because she said, you've got plenty of other toys to play with. She said, I'm just giving away your toys that you don't play with anymore. Yeah. Well, the whole house was like full of antiques. Yes, it was. Um, Well, then we hear... This screaming from these gir- this girl's mom. I don't know who the other girl is. This girl's mom. And then uh, <laughs> the guy then fell down the stairs with his box of toys and his head was on backwards. And this was really disturbing. They made him still like quiver and gag. Yeah, that was pretty disturbing, wasn't it? Why did they have it? to do that? They could have just had him dead. <laughs> because I had that- so many questions at that point. Like, is this guy still alive? Does that hurt? Can you see us? (laughs) Well, you know, they say you have involuntary muscle spasms after you die. I'm sure that's all that was. I don't know. Either way, they could have have dumbed it down for TV. (laughs) I didn't need it that graphic. 
I see. Okay, so then it's the beginning of the episode, and we open up with uh, Sam calling Ellen looking for some jobs. This is what Sam's left to do now is call Ellen. He can't look through the paper on his own anymore. He's gotten so lazy. Oh, I'll just call Ellen and Ash. No, it's just that they have been spending their time. Because you notice there's a uh, poster for Ava that had gone missing. So they have been spending a lot of their time trying to track her down if they possibly could. And I think the reason he called Ellen was to see if she heard anything. But in the meantime... Yeah, she gave. She said, oh, I haven't heard anything on Ava, but there's this weird incident at this inn. Yeah, at this inn, two people have died. Uh, first, some realtor dude, and then this toy dude. And then, for some reason, Sam's like, that sounds like it's us. Even though it just sounds like two clumsy people. Um, Sam is moving on uh, from looking, so he... Yeah, he said that they've a month is long enough. They got to move on. Well, not that a month is long enough, but, but he says we've been looking for a month. We get, we have to start hunting again, and you yeah, know. we got to move on. We can't be kicking around here anymore. The cold, the trails dry. Like, <laughs> why are you laughing about this? Well, it's not like he's like moving on permanently. I mean, they still plan. On looking for Ava or trying, you know, trying to look for her just in the meantime. Yeah, he said, well, it's not like she isn't missing any still, but I can't be looking for her. <laughs> I, just, I just can't put up with her missing shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that he's like victim blaming here. He, he's just sick of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they show up then at uh, Pierpoint Inn, and uh, the guys like the big house in the atmosphere. They comment on how it's nice and spooky, just the way they like it. <laughs> I did not say that. Yes, they did. They were like, yeah, oh. we're done looking for people. We're back to Spookyville. Oh, that's right. So look, yeah, Dean mentioned about something about it being a typical haunted house, and he hopes he runs into Fred and Daphne. Which is funny. He's so excited to be back on a good, honest-to-God ghost hunt to not just, Ava! <laughs> Ava! Where are you? Come on from behind the tree. Um, Sam doesn't think it's a hunt at this point. Haunted at this point. Sam doesn't think it's haunted at this point. <laughs> um, because they spot some uh, hoodoo magic symbols while walking in the front door. There's like these big urns and there's like a cross with little dealy bulbs off the ends. And uh, he spots those and they discuss that it's hoodoo magic. So yeah, they think someone is trying to keep something evil out. So it's so like, huh, may not be... Uh, haunting, it may be something... No, 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 no. It was to protect the place. Right, protect the place, to keep something evil out. And uh, they learn, quickly learn from the innkeeper. What's her name? Because I just wrote down innkeeper. Susan. Okay. They, like, immediately, she's like, well, you might be our final guests. And they're like, what? Like, oh, yeah, we sold the place. We're moving out. We're, We're bailing on this dump. Even though it's a big, nice, beautiful house, and they're just selling it to realtors. It makes no sense. Well, they're selling it to developers, and I think probably because 
their estate may not have as much money as it used to, and they probably don't have the money to keep it. Okay. I would assume property taxes on that size of house of property would be pretty intense, and if she didn't have any family money to fall back on anymore. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, it turned into an inn for a reason. Probably exactly. Keep, it, keep the original household up. And I think that that was the story that was told, was that it got converted to an inn after the grandparents passed away. Right. Okay, well, Sam and Dean go there, and they're posing as antiquers. Um, so they get checked in. The bellhop then, I notice here, the bellhop is, like, dragging the bags up the stairs. He's like, oh, fuck it. We're closing anyways. <laughs> He's like, I don't care what our Yelp review is. <laughs> no. He's just dragging the bags. What was that? Well, Dean offered to take it for him. He's like, oh, no, I haven't. Don't. Yeah. Thump, I mean, he's thump. he's old, and the bag was pretty heavy. You're right. Well, he he should have had a little cart and pushed it up in an elevator like a normal person. But it's a big, grand old place with lots of history, we learn. This is where this old guy tells the backstory of the joint. And we also find out the, about the two people, that the victim number one was a realtor, and victim number two was a dude hauling crap to Goodwill. Right, so they both had something to do with the closing of the inn, so Sam and Dean put that together. Yep, so they're like, oh, uh, everything has to do with uh, this people moving out, closing this joint up. Mm, they find more hoodoo marks in the hall vase, so they know hoodoo is everywhere now in this joint. They just haven't found it all. The bo so the boys go snooping around to pretend to be looking for dolls. Because Dean says that Sam really likes dolls. And he just grinds this joke into the dirt. Like, two minutes past being funny. That's true. But just the look like on really Sam's... Dolls. The look on Sam's face when he puts up he with Dean's He just loves BS. putting their clothes on. <laughs> yeah, putting their little outfits on them. Taking their little outfits off. <laughs> he likes... T putting, taking him to the bathtub with them. He's really into dolls. He didn't say anything about bathtub, but he did say, you know, putting, dressing him in their little outfits. <laughs> I don't know. But that joke went on forever. <laughs> I think this is the best part is the look of pure hatred on Sam's face when Dean is saying that. That's funny. Yeah. It was just brothers you. grinding beans, obviously. Very true. Uh, Sam then, while uh, poking around in the doll room, spots a nice replica of the hotel uh, in the middle of the room. It's like a big uh, dollhouse type thing. Yes, it was a big dollhouse, and that's the dollhouse that the little girl Tyler was playing with earlier when the doll went missing and then found it at the bottom of the stairs with its head twisted. What, what, what size, what scale would you say that dollhouse was? Was it? G scale, G gauge? I have no idea. Or O scale? Dan is talking train, model trains. I have no it, idea. It was a big one. I'd it was a, it was a really large, for a dollhouse, it was very large, but the scale of the actual house. So if you know what those big trains that go around the bottom of your Christmas tree are. Um... So we uh, notice Sam notices the doll with the head twisted backwards. There's a bit of back and forth about, you know, who twisted the head back. And like, oh, Grandma Rose, she'd be so mad if I twisted the head. Monica did it. <laughs> no, Sam asked, did Maggie do it? And Maggie, she's yeah, yeah. We learned that there's an imaginary friend, Maggie, 
running around. But Tyler said Maggie didn't do it because of the fact that it was all Grandma Rosa's stuff, and then Grandma Rosa would get mad. Yeah, and Grandma Rosa would get mad. And like, oh, who's Grandma Rose? Like, oh, we come to find out that in this whole clan, there's an old lady that's living in the attic. Because what the heck kind of abusive family is this? <laughs> Wheeling an old lady up into a hot, stuffy attic. Here, sit here, old lady. We got a hotel to run into the ground. Yeah, the one that you were born and raised in, and I was born and raised in, and everyone was born and raised in. We're going to run you're, it right to the ground. You're going to sit here in this dusty attic and watch it all crumble, bitch. They're horrible. This is a horrible family. No, it's not a horrible family. I think it's a very loving family. This they is, wouldn't have this lady in the attic. Probably not, no. But they'd I have think her in maybe, the lobby. Yeah, they'd have her in the lobby. <laughs> so the tourists could take pictures of the lady with, who's in a wheelchair. The with living the, mummy. <laughs> the, the stroke lady. Anyway. Okay, well, they show us a picture of uh, Grandma Rose. And, man, I thought they were going to spin her around in the chair. And we were going to see, like, the old lady in Psycho. But, no, it's a living human being. It's just some old lady sitting there in a shawl, not saying much. Um. Well, before he go, are we really going there? Because you missed a lot of stuff. No, no. I, I, I'm going back. I'm going back. Okay. There. Okay. Good. Uh, we just. I'm saying we just learned about Grandma Rose there. So Dean puts it all together with Sam, and uh, who the uh, owner then learns that the hotel is going to be demolished. Right, and there was a. F- Actually, they also saw a photo of this Rose when she was a young girl um, with her nanny, I guess. And she had the same symbol, hoodoo symbol, on her dress. And so she, they, at this point, think that this nanny taught Rose hoodoo. We don't see that picture up for a while yet. Oh. Slow your roll, lady. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're right. You're right. At this point, a doll hangs a realtor. <laughs> a realtor comes in to do something and then we see a doll in the dollhouse slip away and then it's hanging by the chandelier for no reason and then the real realtor's hanging by the chandelier yeah the, so i at this point i thought it was like um that movie puppet master where all the puppets you know they came alive and were like killing them like, ooh. The hoodoo magic is protecting him from moving out. That's what I was thinking that was the story at this point. Um, the innkeeper then, uh, you know, because Sam and Dean are like, hey, there's a dead guy here. What's this all about? And the innkeeper offers Dean a refund. I thought that was very nice of her. Oh, you had to see a dead guy. I'll give you your 50 bucks back. Yeah, I should say 50 bucks, but she did offer a refund. You know, she says, I wouldn't blame you. And, and Dean's like, it takes a lot more than this to scare us. Don't worry about it. We're cool. Yeah. Well, Dean goes upstairs and asks Sam, wants to ask Sam more about Granny. We find Sam is drunk. Drunk as ever. Because you, he was upset that he couldn't save the man that hung himself, upset that they couldn't find Ava. And he thinks all these people are dying and it's all his fault. Yep, he feels guilty about not being able to save people. And then he starts talking to Dean about, yet again, uh, hey, if I go bad, you got to kill me, and makes Dean promise him. It was all very uncomfortable and awkward, and I wish I didn't have to watch it. Sam then goes over and goes to bed. Yeah, Dean puts him to bed, and Dean decides to go downstairs and... Walks into an empty bar and starts talking to the bartender. At this point, I thought it was like The Shining, and that was a ghost bartender. 
No. I'm still curious if maybe it was. <laughs> but no, because the bartender's the same guy that, that took their luggage upstairs. Exactly. <laughs> he seems to be everywhere where dead people are. I see. Dean asks, hey, old timer, you hear stories? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's a hundred year old. And then uh, it says Rose is going to be put away in an old folks home. So she's upstairs in the attic right now. And uh, soon she's going off to Shady Acres. <laughs> right. This is when we, yes, this is when we see the and picture of Rose. this before. is when in my notes it says we see a picture of Rose with her nanny. And we see the same hoodoo marked necklace. Yes, we do. So why were you skipping ahead again? I don't know. I just got, I was confused. Back to Sam. He's drunk and puking. <laughs> I think it's the next morning because he's hungover and he's puking. And what did we notice in this scene? It's got nothing to do with the story. It's just a faux pas. Oh, you're the one that's going head over heels over this. Wow. Well, did we you find this ahead of time and then read about it? That's why you're so excited? Well, I just was making sure that what I saw was correct. We all know that Sam, Jared Padalecki, did break his arm in filming an episode. He's been wearing a cast on his right arm because of it in the beginning of this this episode cast in the right arm but in this particular scene was he's puking over the toilet the cast is on his left arm so what i'm thinking is he was still in the cast when they started shooting the episode was able to get it off during the shooting of the episode and like a bunch of idiots for some reason they put it on the wrong arm for this scene which doesn't even make sense it's i know because your thumb he is on the different sides of your hand I don't know how it's possible. It doesn't make sense. I know. That is true. But that is what happened because it was even on the IMDb and the, the continuity goofs of all of a sudden it's his left arm that's in the cast and not his right arm. But anyway, that's got nothing to do with the story. Just something that I thought was interesting. Well, congratulations on finding that. You're welcome. Too bad that it wasn't newly discovered. A newly discovered Easter egg. How many internet points do you get for that? I don't know. So the boys go to Susan's place and they break in. They wander upstairs and find Rose, unable to talk, babbling to herself. She's clearly had a stroke. Yeah. The so daughter, the uh, what's her name, Susan? Susan. She uh, comes in and catches them and throws them out immediately and they hightail it out of there. <laughs> um... The uh, little girl then, so Susan's daughter, she's supposed to be packing, but she said that her imaginary friend says, no, don't go, stay, it's cooler here. And then uh, the mother gets annoyed, it's like, stop messing about with your imaginary friend. This next one, this next scene then, it had a really cool effect. Uh, it was, we see the dollhouse again. And the dollhouse outside of it, it's got like the playground equipment that's outside of the inn. So there's a swing, a teeter totter, a merry go round. And like the first, the swing starts swinging back and forth on the model. It was a really cool effect. Yes, it was. I did, it didn't look like stop motion, but it didn't look like CGI either. It looked, I don't know how they did it exactly. I'm thinking the swing was man magnetic and then under the, the, Oh, uh, the ropes curled, too. Oh, really? I didn't notice that part of it. Yeah, the strings curled. Uh, yeah, it would have been a really tight string if they did it that way. I don't know how they did it. It was 
Um, so then we know that the dollhouse and this actual inn and these killings are linked. So once stuff goes and then it goes on, on the playground in the model, then it goes outside and it shows us the same stuff's happening outside. Uh, so the teeter-totters going back and forth, the swing swinging. There's a car there that revs up and takes off. Susan just happens to be walking outside. Nearly gets flattened, but Sam is there in the nick of time. He did pretty good with that bad hangover to run in and grab her. He really did. He's quite heroic. Hangover and all. That's our Sam Winchester. Okay, so... Sam saved Susan just in time. So they put it together that... It isn't something that's trying to keep them from moving out. It's something that's trying to keep an evil spirit at bay. And the evil spirit is what's killing everyone. Right, because um, Tyler started seeing Maggie about a month ago. That's when Rose had the stroke. So what they figure is Rose was using hoodoo to keep this bad spirit away. But since she had the stroke, she could no longer do it. We see the imaginary friend talking to Granny. Maggie takes the uh, other girl away, and they go to the pool. The evil spirit wants the girl to kill herself so she can stay there. They're out in, like, a pool house. This place was grand in its day. It sure was. It was grand. Um, at least they made a really nice-looking set. But, yeah, it was like an indoor pool pavilion, a big Olympic-sized pool, and it had that floaty cover on it. And, oh, I don't know why, but just seeing those on top of pools gives me the willies because of thinking about jumping into it and being trapped in it. And, uh, yeah, the evil spirit pushes a girl off a ledge, and she dives right into the middle of one of those. <laughs> it's horrific. Well, before that happened, um, Sam and Dean, when they were talking to Susan, they said, you need, to take, you need to get you, your mom, and your daughters out of here. And she's like, I only have one daughter. And they said, what about this Maggie? And she said, well, that's Tyler's imaginary friend. And it came about, they said, well, quick, do you know anyone, Maggie? Anyone die here? And she's like, oh, my mother's Rose, her sister's named Margaret, and she drowned in the pool. And that's where they figured that's probably where then this Maggie took Tyler. Because Maggie did not want Tyler to leave. Maggie wanted her to stay with her forever. So the boys have trouble getting into this building. Uh, all the doors are locked really well, and they're banging on, like, multiple doors. The girl uh, gets out. She's drowned. She's all blue. They give her CPR. She wakes up, and Maggie is gone. Uh, we'll go back, and we see old grandma is talking to the evil spirit, and then the evil spirit calls her, calls the old lady, younger sister. Uh, so... It all gets put together that, yeah, Maggie is Margaret. Uh, and then there we hear a scream because Susan has gone upstairs and has seen that Grandma died. So Grandma, yeah, Grandma Rose, was when she was talking to Maggie, well, she wasn't talking to Maggie. Maggie was doing the talking, but it's like Maggie was reading her mind or something. It sounds like they made a deal that Maggie would let Tyler and Susan go if, Rose died, and then that way her spirit could stay with Maggie in this hotel and play with her forever. So we pan outside. Uh, it must be the next day or something like that. The coroner is there taking Grandma away, and 
Susan and uh, the kid, they just jump in a taxi and leave at the exact same time. I'm like, wow, that's weird. You'd think they'd have left a little later than the coroner? Like after the reading of the will? <laughs> well, maybe there, there was probably no money. There were, may not have been a will to read. But, yeah, they uh, get in that taxi and go, and Sam and Dean get in baby, and they leave. But then you kind of see the cameras back in the house, and it's going through the hallways, and you hear these two little girls playing, and sure enough, Maggie and Rose are there having her jumping rope with each other. Yep, just two little girls having a ball. Two little ghost girls having a ball. Uh, one thing, while they were driving away, Sam brings up uh, that drunken promise again to Dean. So we got to live through that uncomfortable moment yet again. <laughs> yeah, we did. Because he reminded him of it and said, you promised. <laughs> well, he didn't do it in the goon voice, but you get what Yeah, but I'm thinking at this point, Dean's probably like, if you don't shut up, I'm just going to kill you now and get you out of my misery. I don't know. So, what did you think of this story? I thought it was interesting. You know, because it's really interesting the way they played it before Sam and Dean mentioned your daughters. And, no, actually, it was before then. It was when Tyler didn't want to move because Maggie didn't want to. She's like, oh, Maggie is imaginary. Before then, you don't know it because when the guy went up to get the toys, the two girls were sitting there, and Maggie was son of a bitch. Then Tyler says, son of a bitch. And the mother says, Tyler, language. And Tyler says, well, Maggie said it first. So the mother says, Maggie, language. And another thing, uh, Tyler mentioned about Maggie. And Susan said, well, you tell Maggie. But so at this point, we're assuming that Maggie is a real child. Maybe they're twins or something. Yeah. It isn't until later when the two girls are sitting there together Susan's yeah, because they were dressed alike at the very beginning. I thought they were twins. Right, they were dressed like pretty much throughout the whole throughout the whole show. So yeah, that's why I thought they were twins. And it wasn't at the point where, you know, Susan was telling Tyler, "You need to get packed." And she says, "Well, Maggie doesn't want me to leave." That's when we find out that Maggie's imaginary. Up until then, <coughs> I just assumed, yeah, they were twins. They're really laying on this hoodoo stuff pretty thick uh, lately. It's like every other episode is hoodoo based. They get into the hoodoo a little bit here and there. All right. <laughs> comes <laughs> in handy. Seems like a lot. Goofer does, you know, comes in handy. Um, anything else with this? No, nothing that I can really think of. I was reading the trivia and it said the whole episode played a lot of homage to The Shining. Even the room number of the boys were in room 237. In the twin girls and the jump rope, you know, just all that sort of thing. I was playing homage to the shining. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there is a lot of shining stuff there, the similarities. Mm hmm. Interesting. Yes, it is. All right, well, I got some clothes to go fluff and fold. <laughs> so now that we have a working dryer again, visit us online. <laughs> Oh, what's our next episode? Our next episode, episode 12, called Night Shifter, takes place in the grand old city of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Shift it. <laughs> Go <Cool>. Bucks. <laughs> cool. Do they visit the Bronze Fawns when they're in, Wisconsin, in Milwaukee? I do not believe so. You know, I haven't even visited the Bronze Fawns, and we live two hours away from the thing. I haven't either. You should so. go look at it. Someday. And I've been to Milwaukee a couple times anyway. Is it life size? I'm assuming it is. Is that really how small Henry Winkler is? I 
have no idea how tall Henry Winkler is. Talk about getting off subject. <laughs> I was just going to say, I really like that show that he was on with William Shatner and uh, the boxer and the other guy. And Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, it was kind of like... You're only here once or you're only round once or something like that. There's a bunch of old four old farts going around the world doing stuff that they've never done before. Yeah, it was fun. It was funny, yeah. So if you look up, if you can find that show that we don't know the name of, good luck with that. <laughs> okay, but you can find our podcast at our website. Let me spit that out. Coupleofidgets.com, or we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. Come on over and say hi before we get popular. Um, we're available on all of the streaming things. Spotify, SoundCloud. No, SoundCloud. How do I keep saying SoundCloud? I have Spotify, no idea. Spotify, iTunes. All the information. All right. That's all for me. All right. Have a good night, everyone.